It's time for the podcast with two guys whose BMI is higher than their IQ. It's the Morning Five, sponsored by Smith's Floor Coverings. This is a double cheek push here. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? Our pet's heads are falling off! Guess what today is? I like turtles. Up day! Up day! You're my boy, Blue! Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! I don't know how long this is going to last. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning 5 podcast. This has indeed lasted quite a bit longer uh, than I think just about everybody who is involved with this podcast at the beginning expected it to last. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I, I think we overshot our welcome by about a year and a half. Uh, yeah, yeah. You think? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think most people thought when we came up with this idea in the back room of American Pie Pizzeria at midnight that this uh, this podcast was going to take off and blossom like it has. And we've we've broken out into a lot of uh, other podcasts, man. We got a we got a soccer podcast, a racing podcast, and we now are the proud. I don't want to say owners, but a proud associates. To a brand new Atlanta Falcons podcast. Yeah, which I'm, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to this, but it was awesome. I'm halfway through it. I got halfway through it. I got the other half to listen today, but it was, the first half was phenomenal. It was really good. Yeah, it was really, really good. So uh, really pleased with what Patrick and Josh put together uh, with two dudes and the Dirty Birds. Um, And uh, just, just stay Stay tuned. We've got more. I got to be honest. I think they missed the mark just a bit with the title. I think it should be two dudes, one dirty bird. Uh, So how about those days? (laughs) Um. (laughs) Uh, Billy, today, apparently, uh, I've and I, I, I feel like we have this day at least once every other week. Today is apparently World Pasta Day. Yeah. Like, didn't yeah, we? We've uh, had this. Yeah, we've had this multiple times. A lot. A lot. Yeah. I don't. I, I'm here for it. I love pasta. I'm never. In fact, we had um, Emily made like a seafood linguine pasta dish last night. Okay. So last Tuesday was National Pasta Day. Today is World Pasta Day. And yeah, but we had International Pasta Day like month and a half ago or yeah. something like that what's the difference between international and world i don't know the same thing. i don't know <laughs> but I, I mean we had we had pasta last night too we had we had uh meatballs and egg noodles last night Ooh, for dinner nice. um and it, it was really good so i don't know if i've ever had a pasta dish that i didn't enjoy yeah i yeah, mean either buddy you know, love pasta I'm, I'm here for it uh today is also <laughs> i'm i'm here for both of these days baby uh, World Pasta Day today, also National Greasy Food Day. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Here's the question. Yes. There are, there are obviously tons of greasy foods, right? Cornucopia of greasy foods. Uh, a lot of pizzas greasy. A lot of uh, hamburger joints are greasy. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite greasy food? I think my favorite greasy food is probably onion rings. Okay. Yeah. Big fan of big fan of onion rings or corn dogs. So the place that I go for the greasiest stuff, and I, I'm not trying to 
this is not a you're saying that as a compliment people. yes right yes i understand uh, i understand his uh five guys oh man you must be a millionaire if you can shop at five guys <laughs> dude i'm with you i love five guys but i can't get out of five guys under like 50 bucks hell no you can't <laughs> it's but crazy you know what it, well here's the thing like i used to go you know me and gav and we we'd get in there for like 35 bucks <laughs> would y'all order one one with fry you with with <laughs> you with you with three kids it's oh, like dude. holy shit yeah no we actually go by mcdonald's and get them dinner first and then emily and i go to five guys and get our dinner <laughs> <laughs> we shop at different places <laughs> uh is there is there a five guys out, out here where's there a five guys yeah at? there is there's one there's one in Carrollton. oh really okay okay I've, yeah i've never been to the one in Carrollton. it's a uh, it's kind of uh Caddy Corner from uh, uh, Home Depot on uh, really? 27. Yeah, okay. Okay, I know exactly where Home Depot's at. Wow, I, I've completely missed five guys. We we used to go uh, when we were living over in Douglasville because it, was sort, it wasn't that far from our house. You know, when we were living over there on Port Drive, yeah. it was kind of a straight shot. And Emily and I would tootle over there in the morning, sometimes after, you know, going to bed at like 3 a.m., drinking all night. Uh, good, good, uh, good alcohol mop up food is is uh, five guys. Have you ever eaten at takeout? Yes, I, I've never eaten yeah. there. And I heard like their claim to fame is like everything is like super cheap there. It's great. Never eaten there. It's fantastic. They try that out. They try that the out. hot dogs are great. Um, the chili dogs are fantastic. Um, yeah, that place is really good. You know what? The those are probably one of my favorite milkshake joints too. Really, takeout, takeout milkshakes. Yeah. Okay, okay. They have they have tons of different flavors, like tons. I, we're You're gonna have to try it. We're a little spoiled in Villarica with our uh, with our milkshake choices. Sure. Uh, sweet treats, you know, right right there and smack yeah, yeah, dab yeah. downtown Villarica, dude. Those those milkshakes are insane. Uh, but takeout takeouts right there on twenty seven. Um, uh, kind of between where you would turn to get to Carrollton High School and uh, Publix. Yeah, it's, is, is it just down past the square, sort of? I feel like I've passed mm. it before. Uh, well, I guess. Sort of. <laughs> I, think I, I think I've passed it before. I, I, I sort of think I know. Uh, like, if you're going towards where, um, like, Jefferson's used to be, or not where Jefferson's used to be, but where Jefferson's is and where Swing Shots used to be. In there, in that around. Oh, it's not that way. Okay, okay. Oh, I don't know what I'm no, thinking. No, it's then. much further down. Like you're heading towards Central from there. Oh, that way. Okay. Then I, I guess I've missed it. Uh, Billy, today is NBA kicked off last night for most of the league. Today we got our Hawks. Our Hawks are kicking off, or tipping off, I should say. I guess I suppose uh, tonight versus the Hornets up in Charlotte. Um. I don't know what to expect out of this Hawks team, to be completely honest with you, man. Uh, I'm excited to see us play. We play at 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, one of the big questions, honestly, is not about what's going to happen on the court, but what's going to happen on TV. With the whole Bally going bankrupt and everything, It's like I assume it's going to be business as usual for our Hawks. We're going to be on Fox, or not Fox, uh, Bally Sports South or Bally Sports Southeast uh, most nights, I, I would think. Every game will be on 92.9 The Game, uh, which is where I will be listening to 90% of it because I think we probably have the best radio commentary person for NBA in the entire NBA. Um, 
Yeah, so, Steve Holman's a dude, freaking legend. Legend, legend. Bang, bang, bang. I love Steve Holman. Um, so yeah, tonight uh, we don't. Luckily, we're going into this season relatively healthy. Nobody is on the injury injury report at all, even for anything that's nagging. So um, we'll see. We'll see how we do tonight. You know, the one thing in the preseason that kind of concerned me um, was the was sort of our B squad, our secondary squad, our bench squad. They didn't look great. Uh, our frontline starters looked phenomenal. We're a better team than Charlotte is this year. Uh, as long as we as long as we stop Terry Rozier and LaMelo Ball, we should be okay. Uh, Gordon Hayward still up there in Charlotte, PJ Washington, Mark Williams, they'll have Ish Smith coming off the bench and the um, uh, the murderer Brandon Miller from uh, from Alabama coming off the bench as well. So they they have a they have a decent squad up there in Charlotte, but we shouldn't have an issue taking care of them tonight as long as we play how how we know we can play. And like I said yesterday, it'll be interesting to see what Trey Young and Dejounte Murray do after a full season or a full off season under Quinn Schneider. It'll be interesting yeah. to see if their chemistry can get better because if if Trey and Dejounte can figure out how to play with both of them on the court, I believe the Hawks can be very very successful this year. I just I haven't seen enough to prove that Trey and DeJounte can play at the top of their game when each other are on the court. Uh, Clint and OO's rotations will be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how many minutes they get and how they split that up. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, man, like I said yesterday, I, I'm still waiting for him to take a jump. Like he's, I'm still waiting for him to take a leap and prove that he is he is a starter. AJ Griffin, Jalen Johnson, Bogey, uh, Sadiq Bay. It, it's a nice team. It's a team of really nice players. But we just need we need somebody to step up and be a third running mate with Trey and Dejounte uh, to really help our scoring uh, if they're keying on Trey and Dejounte. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I mean, essentially what the <laughs> essentially what the front office has done has has done nothing. Nothing. Um, in fact, we might have got they've worse. Added, they've you know they added Sadiq last week last year. Um, you know they've they've drafted. I'd say pretty decently the past couple of years. Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm stoked about that Kobe Bufkin kid, man. I think he's going to come yeah. in and beat. Now, maybe not early on in the season, but I think later in the season, once he gets into the group, I really think he's going to be a good uh, good role player for the Hawks. Yeah. Um, Pat, they brought in Patty Mills. Yep. Uh, but outside of that, they've kind of kept the, the core the same, and they're banking on, um, you know, the coaching to be the difference maker, right? Right. So that's going to be that's going to be key. And obviously, if that doesn't work, then yeah, we've got to blow this team up, right? So I, I would we'll, think we'll so. See man. how this season we'll see how this season works out. I'm really interested to see. You know, I, I think we I saw Shams uh, Sharani on on Pat yesterday, and he he mentioned that. Uh, every single team in the NBA has made the playoffs over the last five years outside of Charlotte. Ooh, um, that's rough. So <laughs> that's rough. Um, well, we'll keep that going. Uh, what's the what's the line on tonight's game? Uh, line on tonight's game right now is uh, pretty, pretty sure the Hawks are the favorite. Hawks are the favorite uh, by three and a half. Over under is twenty three, uh, two hundred thirty five and a half. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So right. that's the uh, that's the line tonight. Let me see what. Uh, let me see if we have some more interesting wagers on tonight's game. I'm taking uh, the. I'm taking the over three and a half. Yeah, I, I think the Hawks I, win. I, I like win that. by at least six. 
I like that, man. That's what uh, I'm doing. Player points. Uh, this will be interesting. Player points. Uh, Trey Young's at 26 and a half. DeJounte Murray at 20 and a half. Under. I, I, I like, over. I like this Clint Capella line right here. Clint Capella points, nine and a half. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, ooh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to take the over there. I, I like I like the over there. I, I'll tell you what I like. I like this little parlay, and I'm going to actually drop a couple softer and dollars down on it right now. Uh, parlay, same game parlay right now. Clint Capella with 10 or more rebounds, and Clint Capella with over nine and a half points right now at plus 152. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, it's essentially a double-double, and Clint last year was a double-double machine. Um, so, yeah, I like that. And you can – I think there's – I'm sure there's a double-double. Yeah, there's – to record a double-double. Can I throw this in on top of that? As No, I can't. All right, I didn't figure I could. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Hawks take on the Hornets tonight at 7 o'clock. Billy, it's time for one of our favorite segments that we do on this show. It's time for a little audio fun. Yes. I wish I had an yes. I wish I had an audio fun like button to play and it would play fun music. But I don't. I don't. Uh, it's just audio fun. So the first one we're going to get into is Justin Tucker. Uh, nice, no? nice little, uh, nice little audio here from the other night. Justin Tucker did what? They need Jameer Gibbs to go out and make some plays against a non-conference opponent, but a really good team, one that there's still some of those ghosts of Justin Tucker banging a 60-year-old, 60-yard uh, field goal over the off the uh, crossbar and through to beat the Lions last year. What? Excuse me? Uh, <laughs> Justin Tucker did what there exactly? Wow. Well, Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I knew he was uh, really good at, at banging balls. He is um, good at banging balls, and he's apparently good at banging other stuff. Apparently, Justin Tucker needs to stop hanging out with Zach Wilson. That's <laughs> that's what I think needs to stop happening, guys. You got to stop. You got to stop hanging out. Uh, yeah, so Justin Tucker banging 60-year-olds out there doing, doing nice. crazy stuff. Yeah, the next one, we got a 200-pound guy. But when you look at that guy, you go, oh, oh, he looks like he weighs about 200 pounds from the waist down. Just big, thick. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what he's talking about. 200 pound guy from the waist down, big and thick, baby. <laughs> that needs to be a drop for us. <laughs> <laughs> 200 pound guy, big. Big and thick. You, you know how we like him? <laughs> uh, 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 all right, the next one, a little confusion here. Who's got what cheek? We're back, and you take that cheek, and I'll take that cheek, and we'll pick up a first down. <laughs> you just can't resist, can you? I, Every time. I love that play. I was so afraid that they might take it out. eliminate it from it. the game. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. You take that cheek, I take this cheek, and we With just keep plowing, baby. Where is where is the uh the, not the Spock but the uh Zulu? Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> you take that cheek, you take that cheek. <laughs> 
The funniest thing is he knew he knew exactly what he was saying. Like that wasn't oh, a Freudian slip. Chris like, Collinsworth does, dude. Chris of Collinsworth does. is a gym, an absolute gym. He just goes up there and says whatever he wants to say. It's phenomenal. Uh, next one, an innocent little oil change. When he found out he made the team, he called his mom. She was getting an oil change. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about it is this was during an interview and uh you can i forget who is i forget who the other guy was but as soon as he said oil change he just started laughing wow yeah <laughs> nice little oil change going back to our uh thad castle days of blue mountain state gotta get those oil change in uh next one ball singular or plural holder yeah, Bose is still out, Pete. You think go another? Again. Go, what do you call absolutely. it? Ball holder? A ball holder? Just ball. Uh, singular, not plural. Singular. I said ball holder. I got it. <laughs> so. <laughs> Dude, the Manny cast is so good. About that. Uh, the Manning cast is the single greatest thing that the NFL has came up with in a long, long time. It is, it is great. And so I, I hate it because we can put a lot of stuff on here from the Manning cast, but it's like 90% visual, uh, you know, with the yeah. fat head for Peyton that he was punching and doing all that stuff. So yeah, the Manning cast, um, the last one is just, it's just funny. This one's just, it, it's not, it's not like a, a, a gotcha clip or anything like this. Marcus Freeman his son plays on a flag football team, uh, and the coach of the flag football team is one of the guys that was interviewing Marcus Freeman after the football game. So the head coach is a, you know, he works for, I don't know, a, a newspaper, a magazine, a radio station or something uh, in South Bend, Indiana, and Marcus Freeman's son plays for him. This is the press conference after the last game where Marcus Freeman, after being asked questions by said reporter, turns it around and starts interviewing the reporter about the flag football game that just happened this past weekend. My turn? Yep, okay. Two things, right? <laughs> Second, third grade championship game. Okay. Two trips to the red zone. Zero points. One play was a reverse pass that was intercepted in the red zone. You were the offense coordinator there? I on, am, on, on that, okay. yes. thoughts on the red zone play calling what's your thoughts on those red zone play calling you know uh they were attacking the run so much with me going nolan i thought we could drop one over their head but maybe the elements the mud in the game yeah. wasn't great for them so it's good so that's good probably is the way to go there last question there was a nico freeman in that same game that had a long run that was uh negated by only having one flag on whose responsibility is to make sure the young man has two flags on. I think it would be the guy in the huddle, which could be me, but you might be able to blame Coach Stanley on the Oh, sideline. you're, you're passing blame. Come on, Tim. you got to <laughs> yeah. own it now. Well, that, that <laughs> I noticed you didn't ask about the fourth and fifth grade thrilling <laughs> championship game. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was going to finish with congratulations on your two championship wins yesterday. And, uh, you know, head coaches get the credit sometimes. I thought that was phenomenal. Flipping gold. the script. Absolute gold. <laughs> And good on Marcus Freeman for doing that. Yeah. Honestly, that, yeah. like that's good. Yeah, I, I thought that was great. Yeah, flipping the script and turning around on the uh, on the reporter. So yeah, that's our that's our audio fun segment 
for this week. It'll be back at some point in the near future. Uh, I don't know when. I don't know where. You'll just have to be on your toes and listen every single day. Billy, let's get into why we started this podcast. High school football. We we are coming up on the last two regular season weekends for high school football. A lot of teams have a lot of stuff up in the air. Let's get to some high school football playoff scenarios. Let's start. Playoffs? Playoffs? You want to talk about playoffs? Let's start with Region 4A Division 1. That's Herd and Temple. So right now it looks like this. Herd and Lamar are tied for the 1 and 2 seed right now. Both are 1-0 in the region. Temple and Crawford are tied for the 3-4 seed right now, both 0-1. Herd and Temple play each other this Friday. If Herd wins, the region championship is against Lamar County on 11-3. If Temple wins, they can still win the region technically, but they need Herd to beat Lamar on 11-3, and Temple needs to beat Crawford on the same day. More than likely, what I see right here, Billy, is Friday's matchup between Temple and Herd will probably determine who will be the number two seed who will be the home seed uh i i i don't think either team has any worry about losing to crawford heard already beat crawford temple plays crawford next week heard will have a big game against lamar i don't know if they have enough firepower to beat lamar next week um i think lamar is going to be the one seed and either temple or her is going to be the two seed and that will be determined this friday who is going to get home field playoff game this friday will be determined down in her county so here's the thing. I'm not sure Temple can be region champ. They can. I think if Lamar loses this weekend, next week, they can. Lamar plays Crawford this week. Oh, it's, it's not going to okay. happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to happen. But no, statistically. No. And yes, it, it is still a yeah. it is still a possibility. Um, yeah. But yeah, Lamar would have to lose to Crawford. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, Crawford is, is a terrible football team, but they have one of the best quarterbacks I've seen all year. Yeah, that's not happening. No, no, um, no. It's not. But like, we'll, I, like I told Coach Horsley last year, anything's possible. Yeah, anything is. I, s- sure. I said that probably 352 times last year, and I thought I thought Coach Horsley was going to fall out of his chair every time I did. <laughs> it's like, you're such an idiot. <laughs> um, well, that's, so, that's accurate. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not denying that for sure. Uh, so, yeah, it's an, uh, this, this Friday... Uh, Herd versus Temple. That's going to determine probably the two seed, I would assume. More than likely. Yeah. Herd County needs, uh, if Herd County wins here, they pretty much lock up home field advantage, which is huge. Yes. Um, then, you know, and, and the interesting part, I, I sent this to you. You realize that Herd County has got the longest tenured or the longest run in the West Georgia area with without missing the playoffs. Yeah, what'd you say? 2008, I think? 2004. 2004. Holy smokes. That is crazy. 2004 was the last time they didn't make the playoffs. And that yeah. was, I want to say that was, who who's the head coach down there in 2004? Um, uh, that would be Tim Barron. Oh, it was Timbo. I thought Timbo was still at uh, Alexander. Wow. No, Timbo took over in 2002, 2001, 2002. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, two. Oh, two. Um, no. I t- I'll tell you, man, the, the, the run Timbo had at Heard County, the way it started, eerily similar to the way his run is starting at VR or, you know, the barren yeah. kind of dynasty of VR, I should I should say. Um, yeah. So uh, in, in the uh, the region they match up with, Irwin County, Pelham, Bacon County and Brooks County. 
you really want to get that two seed and not have to travel, uh, you know, down there to, to Irwin, Bacon, Pelham. Um, it looks like Irwin's probably going to win that uh, that region. Pelham right now is in second. A lot of things have to be, a lot of things have to kind of shake out in in that division. The same as uh, the same as Herd and Temples. But yeah, it looks like it looks like Herd and Temple playing this Friday night for home field advantage. In Region 7A, Division 2, Bowden leads the region now with one win over Christian Heritage. Mount Zion and Christian Heritage play each other this Friday, essentially to uh, determine the two uh, seed. Beat Christian uh, Mount Zion. Uh, if if Mount Zion beats Christian Heritage, they can still technically win the region championship. If Christian Heritage beats Mount Zion, they will fall into that two, uh, that number two position at one and one. Um, because I th I'd assume head to head tiebreakers is the is the first tiebreaker i would assume i'm not 100 sure I, I don't know that but i would assume that just makes the most sense um yeah mount zion can still technically win the region i think uh yeah if, they can if, they they have all their region ahead of them well even if they so, lose to christian heritage i i would assume i would assume it would come down to some weird tiebreaker if they lose to christian heritage and beat bowden everybody would be one and one in the region and I don't know. I don't know what the tiebreak would be, uh, but oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm gonna I, have to talk with Nathan. But, like, but some I, of these, <laughs> some of these tiebreakers are crazy. Yeah, and he he knows the dude, the stuff that he knows about high school football, it blows my mind. He's, <laughs> he's the best, dude. He's he is, the best. He is just he's insane smart. Uh, but I, I think Billy, we both can agree, Bowden's gonna win this region. And once again, just like the just like the Hurt Temple region, uh, Bowden or excuse me, Mount Zion versus Christian Heritage this Friday night is battling to host a playoff game. And folks, you want to be the two seed. You do not want to be the three seed because the no, three seed no. is going to travel to Manchester. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, you know what? I think the, I think Manchester will be the three or four. Yeah. Oh yeah, Tyler County right now is the two seed. Yeah, Manchester's the three. Whoa, man. So, yeah, if you're the two seed, you could welcome in Manchester. If you're Mount Zion and you get that two seed, you could welcome in Manchester. Manchester may be the four seed, dude. And if that's the case, you may face Bowden again. That'd be a repeat of last year's first round playoff game. Uh, or second round. Second round. Second round. They welcomed second in Aquinas. Last year in round one, I think. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they remember, welcomed in Aquinas. I just remember Manchester was second round. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Aquinas because I think I think me and Timbo did that game. I think. Yes, that was it. Was Aquinas because me and Timbo did the Aquinas game, um, and Casey and Clay did the Bowden Manchester game because I was up with Central and Holy Innocence. Uh, That's right. So yeah, uh, right now Schley County is in first place. Tyler County is in second. Uh, Manchester and Macon County are tied for three and four in the region that Bowden and Mount Zion play. So uh, Bowden's going to win this region, um, and, and, and Mount Zion versus Christian Heritage will determine who the two seed is. In Region 7 AA, Harrelson County still technically has a chance to make the region playoffs, or make the playoffs. They need yeah. to win out, <clears throat> and after they win out, I believe they need some help in other places. I believe, at, I believe they need Rockmart to beat Fannin County this weekend. Uh, Harrelson County needs to win out versus Murray County and Fannin County. And as long as as long as Fannin County loses to Rockmart this week and Harrelson County wins out, 
Harrelson County will snag that fourth slot and make it into the playoffs and uh, get the honor of going to play North Cobb Christian in round one. Which, by the way, Fanning County is probably going to lose to Rock. Let's yeah. Be real. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. That should happen. Rock Martin North Murray right now undefeated <clears throat> uh in the uh in the region. And Harrelson County, uh, you know, Murray County, they have a very good chance of beating them. Murray County is 1 and 7 on the year, 0 oh, and 4 in the region, and then Fanning County 4 and 4, a little bit tougher opponent and 2 and 2 in the region right now. Probably would be 2 and 3 when Harrelson County plays them. So, I would assume Harrelson County to win at Murray County this weekend. And that sets up a do-or-die game versus Fanning County uh, on 11-3 next weekend. Oh, I've got to send out picks, don't I? Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep, you do. Yep. So that's our that's our region matchup for the or that's our playoff scenario for those three regions. We will get the other regions tomorrow on the morning five. All right, Bryce. Let's get to the to the Marine South scoreboard and let's start celebrating. Let's go. Central Lions make it to the final four in volleyball. Let's go, ladies. Bryce, we'll say it once. We'll say it a thousand times. We have the best ladies athletes in the West, in the entire state. Damn right we do. There's damn right we do. There's no doubt. Yep. Absolutely. Central Beach, uh, Central Beach Troop County, three to one last night to advance to the state final four. Good on you. Hell yeah. That away. Let's go. So just need Temple and uh, her county to follow behind, which on the Smith's War Cummings games and events calendar in volleyball, Temple versus Mount Vernon today at 530. These are home games, right? Yes, these are home games. Yes. And then her county at Mount Bethel, or excuse me, versus Mount Bethel at six. So we just need Temple and Mount Zion to excuse Temple and her county to follow suit um, and, and make it to the final four in volleyball. Uh, in softball, yes, starts today, we baby. It, we're down in Columbus, and it's it's going to be a day. Yep. Uh, so just stick around. Uh, I think Bryce and I are going. to... Well, Bryce is going to be busy because he's playing in that tournament. Not until one. Um, so I'll have I'll have the I'll have the start of the herd Bowden updates. Um, but yeah, after that, after that, I won't. I'll I'll try to keep everybody updated after Bryce leaves. Uh, Heard County versus Day County at 11 a.m. Oh, we might we might, uh, we might have some inside information on that one. Oh, do you? We might be able to get some live updates on that one. Oh, possibly, yeah. possibly, baby. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bowden versus Lanier County at 11 as well, and then Temple versus Mount Vernon at 3 p.m. Let's go, girls. So the. Yeah, let's go. Let's continue this run that these ladies are doing. Um, did we ever get a score last night from um, Central Athletics about uh, uh, flag football last night? Uh, I didn't see one. Let me check real quick. Uh, I didn't see one pop up uh, across my feed, but that doesn't mean it wasn't there. I forget who they were playing last night. Um, I don't see. I don't see any scores. Uh, they played. Uh, they played McEachern and Alatuna last night. Let me see if Max Preps <clears throat> has any score. That's not what I wanted. That's not, I can't spell this morning, folks. That's that's never good. Um, boop, 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 boop. Where's my football? Oh, there it is. Uh, last night in flag football for Central, um, they fell to McEachern and Alatuna, twenty-eight to nothing in both games. Peter and Altoona are bigger schools too, aren't they? Uh, yeah, 
for sure. Um, McEachern, yeah. I, I think they're McEachern, both at yeah. least 5A. I think Alatuna might be like 6 or 7A. Uh, okay. Let me see. McEachern is... Well, this isn't right because this is... Hold on. I got to go to their football page for it because uh, in flag football, it's a little different. Uh, McEachern is 7A, and I'm like 90% sure Alatuna is also 7A. Uh, Alatuna is also 7A. So, yeah, both, both teams... 7A. I don't think that's in. I don't think they are in Central's uh, area. Um, uh, no, they're not. Central's area for flag football. It's different from any other sport. Lithia Springs, Paulding County, Chapel Hill, Carrollton, Villa Rica, East Paulding, New Manchester, South Paulding, and Douglas County. And right now, Central is uh, fourth. Right now at three and one, or that that'll change. Okay. Three and one in the in the region division, whatever it is. Yeah. All right, and that's the Smith's Four Covings Games and Events calendar for t- last or t- for tonight. For yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Uh, Bill, you needed another yeah. cup of coffee? Oh, boy, do I ever. <laughs> Let's get to it. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with Robert Goosby, a real estate group. The D-backs top the Phillies in Game 7 and make the first World Series since the 0-1 run. Let's go. Let's go. I know you're not happy about this, Bryce, but I am. I I'm perfectly happy seeing this this young D-backs team, who by the way was uh, fifth or sixth seed in the NL. I don't know. Facing off against the te- the Texas team, who was fifth or sixth seed in the NL and the AL. I don't know. It, dude, I'm happy about this. I'm so th- thrilled that the Phillies aren't back in there, and this just makes it to where. Astros are not in there. Phillies are not in there. That makes it a, a brand new World Series this year. Let's go. I'm happy. Yeah, happy. I'm just indifferent. I don't care. Braves suck. And um, God, they, do. Is it, man? they do. Shut up. Braves suck. They do. You play to win the game. You don't play to be really good in the regular <laughs> season. Set a bunch of records. Listen, I'm still pissed off. And I'll be pissed off all offseason, this Braves team. Until, until, until they make some moves, I'll be pissed off about it. I will. I am still fired up about it. I'm still pissed off at them. Uh... But yeah, the World Series will be starting for people who, you know, have a normal brain and can get over losses and stuff like that uh, and can celebrate the small victories of being a good team in the regular season, but not having oh, postseason success. Here's the thing. I'm probably not watching this World Series. Yeah, I'm probably not. Either. There's so much going on, dude. Like NBA starting up. NHL is going on right now. Uh, football yeah. is in full swing. Like, I'm sorry, baseball. If uh, Listen, baseball and the MLS have the exact same problem. If you want to be the main focus of the sporting world, you've got to end everything before the NBA and the NHL start and football gets into full swing. You just have to. It's You're never yep. going to be a big fish in the sporting world pond. The, the NFL is infinitely bigger than you, and the NBA, I would say, is bigger than the MLB is right now. Um, NHL, I still think is is a little bit smaller, but listen, if the MLS and and, uh, MLB want to be relevant, you've got to tailor your season a little bit more, make it shorter. Like you can't, you can't play when you can't go up against football. You just can't, you're going to lose every single time. Or you could do what Dave O'Brien wants to do. (laughs) Oh God. What does he want to (laughs) do? He wants to make 16 teams make the playoffs. Holy Christ. Of the 30. No. <laughs> no. Four. That's it. Four teams should make the playoffs. That's it. That's it. Four teams. That's so it. So he made a he made a good point to people like you who said that, right? Okay. 
He said, what major sport has ever expanded their playoffs and gone back? None. Okay. Why Why would anybody listen to what I'm saying? That's a terrible <laughs> argument. He, it, why is Dave O'Brien arguing with morons that are on Twitter like me that are suggesting smaller playoffs that's going to generate less revenue? That's a terrible argument. Because he doesn't have anything else to do right now. There's nothing going on with the Braves. Oh, isn't there? Well, there'd be something going on if we weren't a crappy team. I'm still pissed off about that. Uh, but I like smaller playoffs. You know Can't that. Everybody tell. everybody that listens to that, everybody listens to this podcast knows I'm I'm in favor of less teams making the playoffs. It, it'll never happen, but you know, that's just that's what I like to do. Uh, John Jones fight versus Stipe Miocic at UFC 295 is off due to injury. This sucks, man. I was really looking forward to this. This UFC card um, was huge. They will have Alex Pereira or somebody will step in and fight for John Jones versus Stipe Miocic. But, uh, but yeah, John Jones is out. And we, we keep waiting to see what the UFC 300 card is going to look like. Should be a massive card. Uh, are, are we reaching that point where John Bones Jones is just done? I think so, because man. Because it just seems like... It. Most of like the past couple of fights he's had has been called off due to injury. Yeah, that's sort of been a lot of times in his career. He he sort of had that quite a bit, Um, whether it's whether it's injury or some nose dust or something getting in his way. Um, Yeah. So uh, John John Jones, I mean, he hadn't fought in well over three years now, coming up on four years. Um, Oh, no, he fought Cyril Gagne uh, recently. Was that this year? He might have fought this year. I, I think I missed that fight. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. I think I think John I think John Bones Jones might be getting towards the end of his career. But he's still the I think he's still the heavyweight champion. So yeah, we'll see if this fight gets rescheduled. Darvin Ham says that LeBron James twenty nine minutes was in line with the Lakers' plan for him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did did you see LeBron uh, get shook by Reggie Jackson last night? Oh uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I saw him completely just oh, poop himself. Take a little Tumsy duty day there. He did get he did fall over Reggie Jackson's foot, it, so it wasn't a it wasn't as clean of a shake as you might have think. Uh, the different camera angle does show that he kind of trips over Reggie Jackson's foot, but it's still not a not a great look for LBJ. Uh, Nuggets win last night by twelve over the Lakers. Jim Irsay says the NFL admits incorrect calls in the court, Colts loss. Well, the NFL would be dumb not to admit that. Come on. Come on. Yep. When are they going to admit that the games are rigged? <laughs> Never. Dude, that was <laughs> that was horrible. That was horrible. Uh, the Frozen Frenzy last night did not disappoint, Billy. If anybody missed this, the NHL had every team playing last night, and they had this massive coverage on ESPN. They did a great job with it. 102 was awesome. It was phenomenal, dude. It was it was phenomenal. 102 goals were scored on Tuesday by 93 different players. The 93 different players to score a goal are the second most on a single day in NHL history. That's that's fantastic. Great coverage, great hockey last night. How the Blackhawks Bucci do? Bucci was Bucci was awesome. He was. He was um, great. Weeksy was pretty good too. Um yeah. How'd the Blackhawks do last night? Uh, poorly. Oh! <laughs> oh, I thought Connor Bernard but, was going to come in hey, and be a savior hey, of hey, hockey. Listen, listen and, and I'm not making excuses. <laughs> I'm not. But 
every single team that the Blackhawks have played to begin their season has gone up against an undefeated team. Oh. Every single game. Well, sorry you're making excuses out here for Blackhawks. We'll uh, make excuses it, in Columbus. We just suck. Yeah, well, that's true, too. <laughs> we don't make excuses. We lost last night, luckily, in overtime. Uh, Billy told me earlier in the before we started recording, there was an hour and a half power delay at the CPJ game because apparently yep. the entire district lost power. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that that came across frozen frenzy. Uh, oh. Cross was mentioning that last night. Oh, that's embarrassing. Uh, that's embarrassing. So get to that uh, the staffer one real quick because I, I have a question for you about yeah, that. Yeah, Michigan staffer bought tickets for non-Big Ten games, I guess, to go scout non-Big Ten opponents. Well, A, he didn't buy tickets to Georgia, and if he did, then... Uh, <laughs> he didn't do a very good job! <laughs> no, it was very, very done. done poorly. Yeah. Um, so, look, a lot of coaches have brought this up, um, including Ryan Day yesterday. Why not go ahead and put uh, headsets into the the quarterback's uh, helmets. Yeah, I don't know. I've always wondered that too. Like, why not just do exactly what the NFL does? Put headsets inside the quarterback's helmets. And uh, Obvious, I, I don't know. Obviously, they have the money. Every single D1 program has the money. For sure. If you want to talk about it for D2, D3, I understand. Yeah. It, yeah, it sucks. But for D1 schools, they all have the money. Yep. They have the money enough to do it. Yep. Um, so why not do it? Like, I would, I would not be opposed for high schoolers to have the same same thing. I wouldn't either, and, but but that that's tough for a lot of these high schools, man. You talk about D two and D three and stuff I, for, for agreed, college. Agreed, agreed. And but here's the thing, and this is the other thing that's coming into play this year. Don't forget the NFHS has um, this year is allowing um, there to be um, communication between the dugout and the catcher. Um, for baseball this year, um, calling balls and like calling pitches. Well, not out in Bremen because they're still going to have that quarterback armband that has 365 million different number combinations to, to call the pitch you want and the defensive set they, and everything. They have the ability to do it. Whether or not they use it is one thing. How are they gonna? How are they gonna do that? What technology are they gonna use to do that? The pitch com? Uh, yeah, we're gonna have. We're you and I are gonna have to sit down with Riley and and Trent, and we're gonna talk about this we've got to talk about this yeah. this is going to be fun I didn't, I didn't know that um yeah I'm, I'm for i'm for uh helmets having intercoms in them for for college not so much not not so much high school i don't think uh just just a money aspect a lot of these a lot of these high schools just don't have it um so yeah i'm i'm for i'm for having speakers in the helmets just like in a, nfl quarterback helmets make them the same as college like they're making enough money they can they can afford it i'm, I'm with yeah. you on that but i'm not i'm not as upset with the sign stealing as i think everybody else is I, I i know it's against the rules but who the hell cares there's a ton of stuff i'm sure ohio state does that's against the that's against the rules it, it, i don't i don't know i'm just i'm not as upset as i feel like everybody else is and i don't really know why i i can't explain it i'm just I'm not that upset really about it. Uh, like, yeah, sure. Cheating gray area, but I don't know. I guess since I'm such a big racing fan, like there's cheating and racing all the time. And it's just sort of like, oh yeah, you know, they're cheating. They're trying. It is what it is. We move on. Um, if you ain't cheating, you're trying. You're yeah, not if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You know, I love Smokey Eunuch. Uh, today in 2020, British Mercedes driver Lewis Hamilton wins the Portuguese Grand Prix at the Autodromo Internacional do Agarve. 
uh, for his 92nd career victory moves. One Bravo. win clear of Michael Schumacher in the all-time F1 victories list. Bravo. I would have messed that up royally. Well, I, I watch F1 all the time, so I know how to pronounce a lot of this stuff. So it's not, you know, <laughs> if you give me a word that I've never seen or heard pronounced before, then I will royally screwed up. But yeah, the uh, the Portuguese Grand Prix. Uh, yeah, I can I can nail that one. You got anything else today, man? Now nah, let's get out of here. It's a hump day, man. Let's, let's get, go. Let's get out of here on a hump day. Oh, ladies, Co- couple days away from uh, some big high school football matchups ah, on Friday no, no, and today. No, let's 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 today is focused on the ladies. Let's let's go Temple, Heard County in volleyball. Let's go Heard County, Temple, and Bowden in softball. Let's focus on these ladies. These ladies deserve our praise. I'm not worried about them until Saturday. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're let's, we're gonna go, go win, ladies. What's uh what's skunk and softball? Tino? Uh I don't know. So we got we got two games starting at eleven, I assume by probably eleven thirty. Uh Heard County and Temple will both go ahead and skunk Mount Vernon and Dade County. Uh, then we have another game. We have Bowden at three o'clock, so three thirty, three thirty-five. Bowden will go ahead and skunk Lanier County. Uh, and we won't have to worry about our girls until uh, you know until Saturday. Once Bowden, uh, Heard County, and you know Heard County Temple, Heard County and Temple have a possibility, Billy, right now to play each other in the state championship in softball and volleyball. Yeah, that'd be cool. Crazy. That'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. Uh, so, yeah, we'll keep y'all updated on all the action for softball today as well as the volleyballs games tonight. Volleyballs, plural. Uh, two balls. Uh, but for Billy Lindahl, I am Bryce Sparling. We'll see you tomorrow morning on the Morning 5. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbor! Just shake them! Shake your neighbor!